When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Good morning and welcome to the Three Inning Save podcast. We have a regular uh, or uh, unusual uh, short one-off episode here uh, for Tuesday morning because uh, Dodgers got some bad news. I, I think it was expected news somewhat, but still it's a bummer just in general. Uh, Tony Gonsolin, who we knew was going to miss the rest of this season, uh, is going to have Tommy John surgery on Friday. It's going to be at um, the... Uh, Curl and Job uh, Clinic in Los Angeles. Dr. Neil Elitrash is going to do the procedure. So Gonsolin's likely out uh, for 2024 as well, given the timing. I know we're sitting here um, with Walker Bueller, like close-ish to a rehab assignment, roughly a year and a week after his own surgery. But he's even if he makes it back to the Dodgers this year, it's probably not going to be till the second half of September. His surgery last year was August 22nd. Uh, if you just bump that up, like, Bueller's return is, like, abnormal. But, uh, again, not completely ruling it out. But I think more likely uh, we're not going to see Gonsolin again until 2025. And it just ends, like, a, uh, really the last, like, year, like, uh, full 12 months have just been brutal for Gonsolin. Like, he, he basically... <laughs> He basically had to wear it this year on the mound. Like um, his his entire like season has been like upside down pretty much from the start. Uh, I wanna I wanna let's go back to spring training for a moment. Let's, okay, first let's go back even to last year. So this time last year, end of August, like the last uh, we're recording this on a Monday, um, August twenty eighth. Last year he was supposed to start in Miami. On Monday, August 29th, um, he got scratched from that start and then placed on the injured list. Uh, they called it a right forearm strain. Anytime they say forearm, it's almost always elbow. Um, so he, he it was only supposed to be like missing a start or two uh, and then ended up missing more than a month. 
they rushed him back for the playoffs. But just to give you an idea, so Gonsolin last year, at the time he went on the injured list, was 16-1 and with a 210 ERA. Uh, Sandy Alcantara, like, ended up, uh, like, winning the Cy Young unanimously. But, like, Gonsolin was, like, in the mix, like, uh, at the end of August there. So it wasn't out of the question that he would have, like, received Cy Young votes. I don't know if he would have won the award, but just a, a fantastic season for him. He made the All-Star team. Um, great season, but, again, cut short. They rushed him back uh, to start a playoff game, which they probably never should have done. He wasn't ready. It adds to a long line of, like, just um, bad October performances from Gonsolin. Now, a lot of that, again, like, he shouldn't have been put in that position. Um, like, but he's, he's just been kind of struck by, like, uh, I don't know, injury, bad luck, bad timing for a lot of the cases. Like, if you go back to, um, to 2020, uh, that was kind of his breakout year uh, in the short season, um, he, he was really good as a rookie in 2019, you know, coming up. And then 2020, he was basically, like, in the rotation for that 60-game that short season. Um, but because the Dodgers were, like, absolutely crushing the first two rounds, they swept the Brewers in the, the best-of-three wild card. Uh, Gonsolin was going to pitch game three. Um, if you remember, they had – Bueller was um, – dealing with blisters that year so he wasn't fully stretched out so like he, he started game one against the brewers but only pitched four innings they went with uh, urias for three innings after and then kershaw went eight in game two to close it out had it gone to game three that's a gonsolin start but he gets pushed back because they swept then they swept the padres in three games gonsolin was in line to start game four so you go to the nlcs against the braves and gonsolin I believe was also in line to start game four of that series, but he got pushed up to game two because Kershaw, uh, his back flared up. So he was pressed into like emergency duty in game two of the NLCS. And this was on 16 days rest after his last regular season start. Again, I mean, I'm sure he like, you know, pitched bullpens and like sort of stayed kept his arm going, but man, that's a long time without a game. And understandably he did not really pitch well, in that NLCS or the World Series, frankly, he had short outings, like just just sort of struggled all around. But again, not like to fully excuse what happened, but like just the, like the the very odd timing of that, and this sort of fits in. But so uh, going back to last year, Gonsolin ends the season on a sour note, but an otherwise just fantastic season. Um, goes into this spring training, you know, optimistic, right? He's going to build off that season. Uh, his first spring spring training start was in Tempe against the Angels. Um, and then I remember he was in the dugout, uh, in, interviewed by Kirsten Watson on Sportsnet LA. And this is how optimistic um, Tony Gonsolin sounded about his season at the time. Let, let's listen to this uh, little clip here. Going on and success. I know that you're kind of a goal type person. Have you set a goal for yourself this year? Uh, I just want to stay healthy the whole season, honestly. Um, you know, the results will take care of themselves, and, uh, you know, I want to go from um, from start to finish this year. Was last year a big confidence? So I believe um, f- four days after that start, maybe it was three, uh, Gonsolin uh, sprained his ankle on a backfield pitching fielding drill at Camelback Ranch, a very freak uh, 
injury that nobody thought was as serious as it ended up being. Basically, like, ended his spring training. He was sidelined for uh, the rest of March. Started the season on the injured list. Um, and then uh, started a rehab assignment in AAA. Went three innings his first start. But because um, the 2023 Dodgers have been defined by uh, needing starting pitching, like, pretty much at all times... Uh, they they rushed him back again, <laughs> Gonsolin back again from the injured list, and they ba- he ba- he basically his first two starts off the injured list were like the rest of his rehab assignment where he was still getting stretched out. So brought him back early, pitching like reasonably well, but then like he just he just didn't look like the same, right? He was he was not pitching as well, um, you know. Off and on, like there were times, uh, I believe, early-ish in the season for him, like May and June, where there was the time when he was skipped uh, in Philadelphia because the Dodgers didn't want him to start him on four days rest. They said he was having trouble recovering between starts. They never really got into specifics on why. They were just very like mindful of like limiting him at times and uh, giving him extra rest when possible, which is not always possible during the season, especially like in the dog days when there's, there's limited days off. Um, so it was, it was an issue, right? Like, uh, but then he just sort of like progressively got worse. But so at the time, like when he came back, it was the end of April within like three weeks, Dustin may went down, Julio Urias went down and they were out for uh, obviously May's out for the year. Um, and then, like, the Dodgers needed pitching again. So, like, as, as like, up and down as Gonsolin won, as up and down as he was, they needed his arm, like, in the rotation to just keep taking starts and essentially wearing it, like, for the better part of the year. Um, now, I will say this, uh, you know, this, uh, it all came to a head uh, nine days ago, or ten days ago when you're listening to this. No, 11, excuse me. Uh, this, the game against Miami at Dodger Stadium where Gonsolin gave up five home runs and ten runs. Just, you know, obviously a bad start. But um, then on the, the next day they placed him on the injured list. Again, again they said right forearm, which always means elbow, and it was in this case. But um, it was also talked about very as, – as, as guarded as the Dodgers have been, like, during this whole thing – it was talked about like an elbow injury. It wasn't like, even though they officially said right forearm strain. Um, but the day after that start, Dave Roberts was like, it's unlikely he pitches again this season. Right. So it's like that kind of felt like the, the sentiment there, but also they didn't say like how serious it was. And they didn't let on at the time. This was again, a week and a half ago, Roberts said, um, Gonsolin, um, they all felt it was the right thing to do. Like they didn't, they didn't put him in harm's way. It was like a decision by Gonsolin, the medical staff, and the team, um, saying like if he continued to pitch, it wasn't going to hurt, like further injure himself, right? Like so, he was pitching at a diminished capacity, but not to the point where it would injure himself. Which like, it's hard to reconcile that <laughs> considering that he's having Tommy John surgery now. But uh, Roberts did address that again on Monday after uh, news of uh, Tommy or the Tommy John surgery for Gonsolin coming this Friday. This is what Roberts had to say uh, today uh, to reporters at Dodger Stadium. This is from uh, Sportsnet LA. 
tear it further? No, he didn't. He didn't. He was pitching. It was just asymptomatic. Um, he felt like he could keep pitching. And I think, to be quite honest, he could still pitch right now. Um, but it just wasn't um, uh, as far as productive. And so um, with all pitchers, I'm assuming that there's always some damage or tears. And some guys can pitch through it, which Tony did. So there's nothing that an MRI showed after his last start at worst, which caused for the Tommy John. This is something that... Uh, he had on his mind. We thought that was a was a potential, you know, from the middle of the season. So I, I don't know, man. Like, uh, if you if we take you know Roberts at his word uh, here, he's saying like they kind of thought Tommy John surgery was possible, and nothing in the latest MRI, which I believe was last week, um, showed anything new. So like, I, I don't know how long he was pitching knowing that like Tommy John surgery was likely or possible. Um, Roberts did say, as you heard in that clip that um, like Gonsolin could still be pitching because he was asymptomatic. Um, but he obviously wasn't pitching well too. Like that was part of why they shut him down. Um, so that is that that's, that's a little harder to believe, I think, but like, yeah, it's either way though. It's just a bummer. Um <laughs> We'll, uh, we'll talk a little bit more um, after the break about uh, what this means uh, for next year and for just for Gonsolin going forward, plus some other ancillary things about uh, this news. Before we get back to uh, Dodgers stuff, uh, at Fans First Sports Network here, um, we have a contest going, uh, for uh, especially for NFL fans. Uh, if, are you a fan of an NFL team? Would you love to attend your team's uh, your favorite team's week one game? Well, you're in luck. Fans First Sports Network is giving away four free tickets to the week one NFL game of your choice, up to $5,000. The rules to enter are simple. Go to contest.fansfirstsports.com and fill out the appropriate information. That's it. Once you've done that, you've been officially registered to win four free tickets to any week one NFL game, what are you waiting for? Uh, go enter for your shot at seeing your favorite team in action. This contest ends on September 4th, which is next Monday. Okay, so back to the Dodgers and back to Gonsolin for a second. So uh, the other issue here is sort of the the perverse, uh, the contract aspect. So Gonsolin was a Super 2 after last season. He uh, just under three years of uh, ser- service time, but he was in the top 22% uh, in service time from folks who had at least two years less than three years. So that gives him an extra year of salary arbitration. So he has four arbitration years um, instead of the usual three. Again, coming off a great, albeit one month uh, short season uh, last year, he was set to, you know, have a pretty decent, uh, you know, first like actual good salary in, um, uh, in 2023. Um, so he ended up signing a two-year deal, avoiding salary arbitration. It was a $6.65 million uh, guarantee. Um, he got $3.25 million this year, which when I looked at comps last year, that was on the low side for like players with his track record through you know, this point in his career for, for like other super two pitchers in recent years. And then also like the, the barely... Uh, like bit of an increase going into the second arbitration year when there, when there's usually like, if you go year to year there's a bump. 
so that was like concerning at the time like why why did he do this deal but i think maybe they knew then like what um what we know now like maybe they didn't know it was as serious as this but there was the inkling of that um but one part of that contract was uh built into the two-year deal was that uh gonsolin had a sort of bonus structure uh, built in so that if he um if he made it, uh, a certain number of starts or extended relief appearances, he ended up making all starts. But um, so his last start on August uh, 18th was his 20th of the year. So he he had bonuses in there, uh, starting at 14 starts, and then 16, 18, and 20. He had a couple more as well, but he those are the four he hit. So he earned 500,000 for each of those, which adds on to next year's base salary. So now. His base salary next year is five point four million, which he's going to get, um, rather than you know the original three point four. So like, there's this like very perverse incentive for Gonson to like keep pitching through it, uh, whether you whether you think like he's he's risking something by doing so, but like I, I think that like at that point like I think if you take the team at their word right and they didn't put him in harm's way, um, that that's a that's a rough situation to be in like the team also like frankly could have just said look we'll pay you x Uh, we'll give like we'll guarantee a couple of those bonuses or whatever but try to keep him healthy but it sounds like given what robert said 10 days ago and what robert said today it sounds like tommy john surgery was like a possibility or like potentially likely anyway i don't know like how much of that to believe but i think if you just take them at that like that's sort of where we're at but either way it just sucks for for gonsolin right like uh he was uh in 2021 after that 2020 season he had two long il stints with with shoulder discomfort and just wasn't really the same so like really that 2022 season was like gonna be his breakout year now it's like we're not gonna see him again until 2025 and that's just that's just a huge bummer um, it also, if we're looking ahead to like next year's rotation, now I mentioned Dustin May earlier, he is not having another Tommy John. I, I think his surgery in, included a revision of that Tommy John, but it was also flexor tendon repair. Uh, he's not expected back to like, uh, the all-star break next year, at least. So like, he's going to be out a while. Um, Julio Urias is going to be a free agent at the end of the se- season, excuse me. So is Clayton Kershaw. Um, if I'm a, a guess, a betting man, I don't think the Dodgers are going to re-sign Urias. Who knows? But like, um, he's going to like get a contract somewhere. I think uh, Kershaw, like he's year to year. We all know this. It's Dodgers, Rangers, or retire at this point. Who knows how serious his left shoulder injury is? To you know how that's going to affect his off-season decision. But like. You know, there's a very there's at least the possibility that he doesn't pitch for the Dodgers next year. But um, there are the young guys, right? Bobby Miller has obviously impressed uh, this year, so he's like kind of locked in at this point uh, as part of the rotation. I would say uh, Ryan Pepio has impressed in his two starts. He he had another like injury plagued year. He he won the vacant rotation spot left open by Gonsolin's ankle injury during spring. And then immediately went on the injured list opening day with an oblique and then ended up being worse than they thought. And he missed like three and a half months uh, that was, you know, instead of like three weeks or whatever. So, yeah, pitching uh, is is very injurious uh, in, to your health. And um, uh, 
yeah, the it's going to be a year, another year of transition. We saw that this year with the Dodgers, they, they, on the offensive side, especially, uh, and you know, there were a lot of concerns going in weirdly, like before the season, I actually thought the pitching was going to be the strength and the offense was going to be the one that struggled. It's been the other way around, although, uh, of late since the trade deadline, the pitching has been great. And that's why they're like sort of taking off as they are. But the, the point is even in this transition year, like, they're like running away with the division. I'm not saying it's like going to happen again next year, but man, you just baseball is a weird game, man. Like, but it, anyway, w- with Gonsolin, um, you know, he, he pitched through a lot. Like, uh, Roberts, I, I, I remember 10 days ago said a few times that like, you know, earned respect of the clubhouse, like pitched through a lot. I think part of it, like, you know, teams might probably shouldn't, put players in the position to have to choose to do that. But I do think that they were, they were so hurt on the depth chart. And like, again, if you take them at their word and they just accepted that a pitching a diminished Gonsolin would not further injure him, but that was who they had at the moment. Uh, Cause you remember they had three rookies in the rotation and a couple of them were not performing well. Um, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a rough thing to ask, but, uh, you know, all you can hope for, I guess, for Gonsolin is that uh, he does, uh, you know, have a full recovery of this. And if we go back to that quote from spring training, maybe he can have that fully healthy season uh, in 2025. But it's going to take a lot to get there. Uh, that's it. This is just a short episode. Just wanted to give you the news. Um, yeah, thanks for listening. We are the Three Inning Save Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Steven. We will be back. Uh, we have a Dodgers Rewind in the feed as well today on Pete Rickert. Um, we'll have another episode, uh, later this week, a Dodgers Braves preview, and then our regular episode will be back, uh, over the weekend. Uh, thanks so much, everybody. I'll talk to you later. <laughs>